0: Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Thursday. It is the 12th of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Republicans in the Iowa House of Representatives have introduced a bill that would ban public schools from offering any instruction related to gender identity or sexual orientation to students in kindergarten through third grade. The text of the bill closely mirrors a measure passed in Florida last year that opponents dubbed the Don't Say Gay Law. A separate bill introduced in the House would bar Iowa schools from affirming the preferred name or pronouns of a transgender student without a parent's written consent. The youth advocacy group Iowa Safe Schools calls the introduction of the bills an attack on LGBTQ students in the state. It was last May that Governor Kim Reynolds held a closed meeting with parents from the Linmar School District who were upset with a policy that allows students in 7th grade and older to keep their gender support plans private. Governor Reynolds has signed an executive order that prohibits state agencies from creating new regulations, with some exceptions. Over the next four years, each agency will have to review all of its administrative rules. Reynolds says those that are, quote, worth the economic cost will be reissued and the rest will be repealed. Reynolds talked about that order in her condition of the state address on Tuesday. Over time, Iowa's administrative code has ballooned to more than 20,000 pages and 190,000 restrictive terms. Many of these rules are unnecessary, Some are actually counterproductive, short-circuiting, legitimate economic activity and making our state less competitive. Republican leaders say they agree with Reynolds' goal of cutting government regulations. Senate Democratic Leader Zach Walls of Coralville says he thinks Iowa's regulations can be made more efficient, but he's concerned the state will get rid of rules that protect worker safety. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources says since the explosion at the C60 plant in Marengo, the company still hasn't cleaned up its act. Now the Iowa Attorney General's office is taking them to court. We learn the details from IPR's Zachary Oren-Smith. Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd is going after a company she claims failed to meet the state's environmental regulations. The AG's office contends that despite what the company claims, its site in Marengo is far from under control. The lawsuit claims 6-0 hasn't prevented runoff from polluting the state's water sources. It says supervision of the site has been inadequate, citing a January 2nd instance where it took a city employee to report a broken water main at the facility. Further, the AG is concerned about the potential presence of asbestos. The AG asked the court to order C60 and owner Howard Brand to produce a list of chemicals that were present at the facility and allow DNR access to the site. A company spokesperson says DNR officials have been on site twice this week and that C60 will defend itself, quote, vigorously and aggressively from the short-sighted, ill-informed legal matter. Iowa Chief Justice Susan Christensen is warning of workforce shortages that threaten to cause gridlock in the state's justice system. In her condition of the judiciary address yesterday, Christensen said many counties can't find enough court-appointed attorneys to defend clients who can't afford a lawyer. At the same time, hearings are being delayed because there aren't enough court reporters to capture what happens in the courtroom. Christensen says she is appointing a committee to look at ways to better use court reporters and recruit more people into the profession. Bumping cases, whether they are civil, criminal or juvenile, is unacceptable on a regular basis. To bring in more court-appointed attorneys, Christensen is calling for wage increases. She says judges will also have more flexibility to hold hearings remotely. And Republican U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley issued a tweet yesterday saying his surgery was successful in repairing a fracture in his hip. The tweet also says he was on his way to a full recovery. This was a day after his office announced the injury. The 89-year-old was reelected to an eighth term last fall. It's here first.
1: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
0: A new state funded charter school could be coming to Des Moines next fall, and it would be the first in Iowa to work with an out of state charter management company. Today, the State Board of Education will decide whether to approve plans for what's called the Horizon Science Academy. And we have IPR's Grant Gerlach here to explain just what those plans are. Hey, Grant. Hi, Clay. Remind us what's different about charter schools in Iowa now, and why does this proposed charter school stand out?
1: Yeah, it's been almost two years since the Iowa legislature passed a new charter school law. And just to note on charters, these are publicly funded schools, but they can't charge tuition and they cannot be selective in their enrollment. So public school districts can create charters, But they can also be created from so-called independent founding groups. And that's what's happening here with Horizon Science Academy. The founders are Des Moines business people Sonny Richer and Roger Brooks. And it's actually only the third charter school to be proposed under the new law. The other two are pretty specialized. One is a career technical high school in Hamburg in southwest Iowa. The other is a virtual school for at-risk students to finish their high school diplomas. By comparison, this Horizon Academy would be more conventional. It could someday be a full K-12 school. It's also unique because the governing board will work with this out-of-state company to help run the school. Tell us
0: more about this out-of-state
1: company. What do we know about it? it's called Concept Schools. It's a nonprofit from the Chicago area. They already manage 31 charter schools. Uh, A lot of them are in Ohio and Illinois. And they put a big focus on science and math. That's kind of their calling card. And that would be the plan here as well. So this new school in Des Moines would start with around 190 students, kindergarten to third grade. It would grow from there to run through seventh grade after the first five years. And it would only be open to students that are currently in Des Moines public schools. In fact, they plan to target an area of North Des Moines where the schools trail behind state benchmarks on math and reading. And the students in those schools are largely black or Latino, a large percentage come from low-income families. And when it comes to those low scores, concept claims they can turn that around.
0: All right. Well, how would they actually do that? I mean, how would this charter school be different from a traditional public school?
1: What concept says is that, really, if you went into the school, it would look pretty much just like any other. But the main difference is the time they spend on core subjects like math, science, and reading. Also, the school day and the school year are both longer than at a traditional school, and that's something that allows them to put more time into those areas. They also believe the work they do with parents makes a difference when it comes to engaging students in class. And uh, they're talking there about things like home visits by teachers.
0: All right, Grant, concept schools would be hired to manage this charter school in Des Moines. What do they get in return? Uh, what, what
1: does that cost? There is a management fee uh, up to 10 percent of state funding per student, and that would be more than $700 per student. Also, Concept will make a a zero-interest loan to Horizon Academy worth $400,000. That's to get things up and running. So that's part of the financial arrangement they've made as well.
0: What about the impact on Des Moines schools? What would it mean to lose students to a competing
1: charter school? Well, the main thing is lost enrollment. Uh, And there would be lost funding that would go along with that. So if you just run the calculation for 190 students that first year, that would add up to almost $1.5 million in state funding, just in state funding. Uh, The backers of Horizon Academy say that's a relatively small number in a district with 30,000 students. They also say their main concern is the options that are available to students and their families.
0: All right, Grant, let's zoom out here. School choice was a a big part of what Republican Governor Kim Reynolds talked about in her condition of the state address this week. How does this charter school tie into what the legislature might do this year?
1: Yeah, well, we will be hearing a lot about school choice in the legislative session Uh, It's really something that Reynolds has been pushing over the last few years. Expanding charter schools is actually one of the big successes, big victories that she's had uh, in that time. Another is expanding open enrollment. What she hasn't been able to do, what she hasn't passed, is a plan to create public-funded scholarships to pay for tuition at private schools. She said this week that'll be her priority again this year. But this charter school proposal in Des Moines is a reminder that she has led other changes to the state's education system, and those are still playing out.
0: IPR's Grant Gerlach, thanks for this update here. We appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome, Clay. And of course, the 2023 Iowa legislative session has begun. IPR news reporters like Grant will be there to cover it. You can stay on top of what's happening at the Capitol by subscribing to this podcast, of course, but also with Political Sense. That's a weekly newsletter from IPR that gives you a rundown of what happened and what to watch for in the weeks ahead. You can subscribe today at IPR.org slash GetSense. I'm Clay Masters. This is here first from IPR News. Thanks for listening.